What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode six of What's Up Radio, where today me and Andy are going to be talking about caffeine and fat loss. Caffeine being one of, I think, for me and Andy, we say one of the broader topics <laughs> when it comes to supplementation, but very interestingly, is still one of the most asked about and talked about topics because caffeine plays such a prevalent role in, in just about everybody's life and everybody has an opinion on it, mm-hmm. especially nowadays where we're seeing a lot of hype for um, people switching away from caffeine, looking for alternatives. And caffeine's really gotten a, a pretty bad rap, I think, in general. But And we'll, we'll get into a lot of that. But today specifically, we're going to be touching caffeine and fat loss. And I know Andy's got a lot to say about this with his background um, in food science and a lot of the work he's done with dietitians and things like that. So caffeine and fat loss, Andy. And again, we're, guys, we're, we're talking to general population right now, and we're going to be trying to make things as simple and easy to digest as possible. So caffeine and fat loss, Andy, let's kick it off. Why do people associate caffeine with fat loss, and why is it such a major ingredient and supplement that people use to kickstart fat loss? So caffeine has been shown to be effective for fat loss. I mean, across the board, caffeine is a really effective fat loss agent. Um, it does it through, through a few different ways, we call them mechanisms. Um, one is that it increases what we call lipolysis. <coughs> and lipolysis is essentially the breakdown of fat, so the fat caffeine stimulates the breakdown of fat goes into your bloodstream once it's in your bloodstream it could then be used um, within the cell for energy so if you increase lipolysis fat is used in the cell for energy essentially you're basically burning fat um, that's the the fat burning effect or what we call fat burning when in regard to caffeine um, so that's why for example like a fat burner supplement contains caffeine because we associate lipolysis with fat burning, but right. I was gonna say we've heard like a lot of people have heard the word lipolysis, and you just explained what it was. But interesting, we were just talking about this before we started rolling. That lipolysis isn't necessarily associated. We well, may associated with fat loss, yes, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't happen in like a one to one ratio. Mm-hmm. So they're both related, and you need lipolysis for fat loss. But why is it that lipolysis doesn't always result in fat loss? So when we increase lipolysis or essentially the breakdown of fat, as I said, the fat's circulating in the bloodstream, but if the fat isn't used, if you don't actually use it for energy, fat's an energy source, then it can what we call re-esterify, meaning that it just goes back into fat stores and it just stays there. So caffeine under the right conditions, meaning that you're in a calorie deficit, you're exercising, can cause fat loss but if you're just taking caffeine thinking you're going to lose fat if the other conditions aren't met especially a calorie deficit then it's not really going to help with fat loss because other things for example high intensity interval training what we call HIT, increases lipolysis or basically stimulates your body to break down fat put it into the bloodstream so it can be used as energy and but those fats can re-esterify if they're not used so that's why Fat loss, for example, if, you, if you're taking a caffeine supplement or you're in a calorie deficit and um, just starting a diet, if you, use a, if you lose a lot of fat 
if you lose a lot of weight, I'll call it weight in the beginning, you're probably just losing a lot of water, especially if you're starting to monitor your water intake or monitor your diet a little bit more. Um, fat loss in and of itself is really uh, take take some time and just adding a caffeine supplement or a calorie deficit or exercise um, isn't going to cause a significant amount of fat loss up front. Um, so, so caffeine. Okay, so caffeine helpful for fat loss. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're just going to start dropping fat. Like, no. Yeah. So okay. There's a lot of other there's a lot of other factors that play into that, but caffeine is I think we can all agree a useful supplement yeah. when it comes to somebody's fat loss journey. Fat um, caffeine will also dehydrate you, so it causes you to drop a lot of water. Um, that's why um, I know for me, like if I wake up in the morning fasted and I fast for a little bit longer and I drink caffeine. Um, I can drop a lot of weight overnight uh-huh. because it's dehydrating me and I'm fasted. So. Yeah, which is really interesting because a lot of people do associate caffeine with like a, having like a diuretic type effect. Mm-hmm. Um, when you actually look at like the scientific literature, there actually isn't good evidence for caffeine working as a diuretic. But anecdotally, I, I do feel it the mm-hmm. same myself. If I take like if I if I drink even a cup of coffee, then you know, I start like pissing like it's nobody's business. You know what I mean? But when you actually look at the scientific literature, there, there actually does not cause any significant diuretic effect in people. So when people say like, oh, caffeine's a diuretic, well, you know, if we want to be technical, we can't actually say that and be 100% accurate. But though anecdotally, a lot of people do experience diuretic-like effects. We're like, I can't take caffeine right now. It's, it's dehydrating me. So... That's one myth that I think it's important to bust is you got to say, well, back it up a bit, not necessarily. And talking on that point, um, coffee <coughs> coffee is one of those things because coffee contains caffeine that people think um, that associate with um, dehydration. However, it's actually pretty interesting because I've read a few papers on coffee and its um, diuretic effect, I'll call it. And... The water you're drinking with coffee actually rehydrates you to the point that that cancels out the effect of caffeine. Mm-hmm. So coffee in itself doesn't really dehydrate you. Right. Now, maybe people might experience a bit more of a diuretic effect when they're just taking, let's say, pure caffeine mm-hmm. as opposed to coffee where they're replacing some <laughs> fluid. Yes. Right? Yeah. And most people, I think most people that are going to be listening to this are going to be taking caffeine in the form of coffee or tea <laughs> or their energy drinks and things of that nature you know it's not i think people who are more serious about their supplementation i'm sure there's plenty of you listening to this that do but take it in more of a raw form Mm -hmm. be it a powder or a pill and i think it right now it's actually becoming a lot more popular to take in other forms like lozenges and chewing gums and sprays and sprays yeah and actually like uh there's there's a new method using like aerosols like Mm -hmm. nasal aerosols which is is interesting um and we can actually talk about maybe the differences between those kinds of things Uh, in a little bit but first we'll kind of back it up go back into caffeine and fat loss and people purchasing supplements and why we always see caffeine in supplements for fat loss when we know that there's probably better supplements out there to aid in fat loss and caffeine's a big one it does help a lot however and again we were talking about this you know a couple days ago when People go to, you know, there's their vitamin shop or they get their supplements off Amazon or they're looking for a fat burner. And for whatever reason, 
not for whatever reason, like we know the reasons, you know, <laughs> but being more informed in this industry, um, we kind of know know at least some of the general tentative truths um, <clears throat> when it comes to caffeine. But fat burners, for people that don't know, falls under a category um, of, say, weight loss supplements. And in, uh, particularly when you're looking at uh, sports nutrition or health nutrition, that category on its own, being weight loss, is probably one of, probably is, if not, you know, the, the, the top two sellers mm-hmm. in yeah. terms of the money it makes as a category. And fat burners falls pretty high up into that. And again, I think a lot of that just has to do with a lot of the misinformation that's out there and a lot of the uneducation. I I don't want to really use the word ignorance because, you know, it's not, I don't think that it's necessary that everybody become an expert on these topics, but I do think that it's important for people that consider themselves experts to do a better job of educating the people out there who maybe don't have the time because they have to specialize and just do other things in life. They, they, not, they might not have the time to find the appropriate and correct information on mm-hmm. these things. So when people buy fat burners and they see caffeine, well, most times you're going to have companies that are putting in 500-plus milligrams of caffeine. I think 300 is actually one of the most common mm-hmm. doses seen in fat burner-type supplements, particularly when they are targeted for the general population. And the reason being, so we talked about this, is that caffeine is one of those things that we look at it and we tend to think that, oh, well, you know, caffeine's very prevalent. Everybody uses it. I know caffeine. It makes me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So now, from a marketing standpoint, you're going to be more prone and you're going to have a higher proclivity for kind of... That's a good word. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> SAT words. So I read sometimes. Uh, now you're going to have... <laughs> Probably a higher probability of swaying towards buying that supplement versus you're going to look at another one where you're going to see like isopropyl norsinephrine mm-hmm. um, or something like that. And you're like, that's a big scary word and I don't know what that's going to do to my body. So when we talk about general population, especially when we're not talking about specific sports nutrition because those guys will take a gamble on just about anything. Yeah. But when we're talking about general population, um, like my mom is not going to pick up a bottle with a bunch of words she doesn't know and take them. She just won't, even if the ingredients on there would be super beneficial for, say, something like fat loss. Um, She just wouldn't do it. So we see caffeine. It makes us feel good. It's not a big scary word, but if we use the actual word for caffeine, and people tend to, again, so here we'll we'll talk about the good and the bad. From a marketing standpoint, caffeine looks good. It makes us feel safe, so we're going to be more prone to buy that type of supplement. However, then you flip the coin on that one, and you look at companies that try to add a bunch of things that make it look like a more up-end supplement. Mm-hmm. And then they try to hide things where you're not knowing that. Because like, let's be real, uh, with fat burners, the whole point, and this is what companies do specifically, is they want you to feel it. Because if you don't feel stimulated, if you don't feel like your metabolism has increased or your energy has increased, then you're not going to feel like it's working and you won't buy it again, at least when you're looking at it from the general population standpoint and how all these companies are trying to market it for you. So now when people try to be like, well, most of us will know, well, caffeine is the main ingredient you're relying on here for this stim- stimulatory type feeling. And some companies will try to maybe fake it and be like, you know, we have a bunch of other ingredients and now we use these big fancy words like, one three seven trimethylxanthine. 
<laughs> so you might see that on a supplement, and then you might not know, well, that's just caffeine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, now, so the company's using that word as a crutch to not kind of lead on to the fact that caffeine is the main ingredient in a supplement like that that's going to...